beautiful people. It's Angel Janelle, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Outlet Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Outlet Podcast, and I'm super stoked that you guys decided to plug in with me today. Um, This episode is super special. I say that for almost every episode, I think. I think it's because they're all super special, though. Like, (laughs) I just, I get excited for each of them. But this particular episode is special to me because I have yet another guest. Y'all, I'm on it this season. I'm on it. We got voices, okay? We're being heard. Um, I have another uh, guest. And this person I had the pleasure of meeting a couple months ago, but it feels like I've known her longer than that. I think that's a common thing I'm having, but it feels like I've known her longer than that. Um, Sis is a Christian lifestyle blogger and a writer okay she has a passion for teaching and encouraging others and this is something i've seen like firsthand um she loves people deeply y'all like i've I've watched it like this isn't something that i just heard on the streets or from someone else like i've watched her love deeply and it's because it's something that god has uh instructed her to do but also has graced her to do because people are difficult Okay, and she is still like intentional and loving and being gracious. Um, So she graduated from University at Buffalo, where she attained a bachelor's degree in public health and a minor in Spanish. Okay, (laughs) okay, okay. So I would like to. Okay, I would like to uh, introduce to you all my friend Sydney J. Hey, girl. How Thanks are you? for having me. Oh, of course. I'm blessed. Okay. I'm well. I'm great. Yes. I'm in your presence. We're in the presence of God. Like, where else <laughs> would we be? Right, 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 right. <laughs> Good stuff. So, you guys, I wanted Sydney to be on because today's topic is something I know that she has some experience in. Mm-hmm. And it's about forgiveness. And I just wanted to start by sharing my history with forgiveness I can honestly say that forgiveness isn't something that I was taught as a child. Like we were taught to um, apologize to people, but I I don't think I ever really learned how to forgive someone or why I needed to. But as I've gotten older, I've learned that forgiveness is something that is more so for me than for the other person. Right. And I, I remember as a kid thinking when I heard about forgiveness, like, why would I do that? My feelings are hurt. Right. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm not going to forgive. Right. Um, but it's not for them and it's not about them. It's it's more of a thing for us and something between us and our father. Mm-hmm. So for you, what, what has been your history with forgiveness? Sheesh. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've had to forgive since... I was born Mm -hmm. like just being like growing up angry about the way the the family that I was born into Mm -hmm. not necessarily my family members but the strife that we had to endure yeah the things that I had to see in my family's home um the contrast between what other people's lives were versus mine yeah and it kind of like for a long time felt a little bit like pity Mm -hmm. upon myself because it's like well why don't I have this and why do they have this and like all these different comparisons that I didn't understand because growing up I don't know why people I saw was like very rich and like came from a rich family and like people just had these like senses of jealousy towards me and I'm like 
why are you jealous of me? Like, I don't have a dad. Yeah. I, there's a roach in my kitchen. Right, like, right. you know, like, I, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you jealous of? Mm-hmm. So it's like being angry that I had to see my mom work all the time and never be at home with us because mm-hmm. she had to provide for five kids because my dad wants to be in the streets, yeah. you know, doing what he's doing. And now he's locked up for my whole childhood mm-hmm. being angry seeing my siblings be abused like and having to forgive our abusers you know but just carrying all of that so I think my whole life even up to this day has yeah. been many trials and many seasons of learning to forgive and to really forgive completely yeah. and I think that the world teaches us to forgive but never forget yeah but that's the world's way like that's not god's way and i'm learning that as an adult now it's like no the the word tells us like in colossians 3 like forgive as our father has forgiven us and he forgives he's it says that he casts things into the sea of forgetfulness it says that he forgives all and remembers not so if we're to forgive as he forgives that means that we're to forgive them and to forget it you know, but there was a long time that I held on to, well, this happened to me and I forgive them, but like, it's still there in my mind. It's mm-hmm. festering. Or like when I see that person, my heart drops to my stomach and it's just like, I didn't want to live with that. And that's how I knew that my soul was still tied to the past. That's how I knew that even though I was saying with my mouth that I forgave them that like in my soul, like there was still something there, you yeah. know, festering and occupying the space that God is supposed to occupy, you know? So I don't know. I think that that's, it's not a hard question, but it's just like, we're going to have to continue to forgive Mm -hmm. like every day, you know, like even in the smallest things, like somebody says something to you sideways, like, you know what, God, I forgive them. I forgive them. (laughs) Yeah. That was shicey. That was shady, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it like roll off my shoulder, like water, you know, like rain and, Yeah. So I feel like this whole life, as much as we journey through like attaining wisdom, knowledge, understanding all these different things, like it's also continuing to practice every single day forgiveness. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's that's that on that. Wow. (laughs) I just wow. (laughs) Let's just rest here for a moment. (laughs) I think for when I was listening to you speak, I stopped and my mind stopped at forgiving and forgetting Mm -hmm. because I've always separated the two. Mm -hmm. And I think as I'm growing now, I'm realizing that I haven't fully forgiven a lot of people because I still replay and rehash and just like nurture the wounds that I have from these situations. And it's like, when are you going to let it go? Right. Because you want to heal, but you're holding on to all your hurt. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of times, we don't think about how much we talk about or nurse these old wounds and mm-hmm. these hurts. And like you said, we, we'll see the person that hurt us and our stomach just like sinks. Like, right. you feel like you got bubble guts, but you're just not forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's wild to me. It's wild to me that forgiveness is something that we have to practice pretty much daily yeah. because offenses will come, Yes. but what we choose to do with them and how we choose to handle them, that's on us. Mm -hmm. And I think something that I had to tell myself and I still have to tell myself is it's okay to let it go. Right. Yeah. We have to, it's like, I think that 
I don't remember who said it at church, but I've heard this before, even at Abundant Life. Like, I've heard that quote, like, um, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yeah. But it's so true. It's like when we harbor those things, like we're we're really making ourselves sick. Even like there's science and um, like medical uh, studies that prove that like unforgiveness does cause stress in your body that cause you causes you to fall ill and. Yeah if that's happening on a physical level, how much more is it happening at a spiritual level? You know, like how can we truly, you know, be walking with the Lord, but harboring so much darkness through unforgiveness in us? Because the the word says that if we, if we don't forgive others, he doesn't even hear our prayers, you know? So how long have you been harboring these things against people who have offended you, have betrayed you, hurt you, and you're, you know, still going to church on Sunday, you're doing your thing throughout the week, you're praying all these prayers, expecting answers. And it's just like, well, heaven is shut over you because you haven't forgiven. How about that? Like, the heavens are shut. His ear is not inclined to you. Yeah. Because we're supposed to be extending the same grace, the same love, the same mercy as he he has for us. Like, who are we to withhold forgiveness mm-hmm. when he forgave the whole world, you know, right, through right. his son? Not, not everybody received that forgiveness. Not everybody received salvation. But it's available to us. Mm-hmm. And it's like once we really recognize and even for myself like i had to recognize like who am i to withhold anybody from forgiveness who am i to withhold anybody from a second chance from a clean slate because i'm sure i've offended several people in my life i'm sure i'm somebody's judas Mm -hmm. i'm sure i'm somebody's villain like some i don't know who it is but somebody said like you're a villain everybody's a villain in somebody's story Mm -hmm. whether you intended to or not so it's like I would want that same grace, that same forgiveness, that same just understanding that we're all bound to the flesh. We all were born in sin nature. And though now we're born again, we still might do things on this earth that aren't perfect because we're not Jesus. Yes, we're being perfected by him. But it's like this, you know, this world is crazy and it leads people to do crazy things, you know. So it's just like. I don't know. Forgiveness is key to freedom. It's Mm -hmm. literally like you're releasing yourself from the shackles of the past. Cause just like you said, like you find yourself sometimes, I mean, not you, but you generally speaking, like replaying the things of the past, but saying like, Oh, I let it go, you know, but it's like, did you really though? Yeah. Cause it's, Doesn't looks like, like you're it. just DVRing it. Like you're putting it back on the, the you know, you're like you're going back to that place and it's just like, just get rid of it all. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like mm-hmm, when you're cleaning out your closet, like take those old things and put them in the goodwill, like just burn them, you know, like just get rid of them because what is it doing? It's occupying the space that God is supposed to be occupying. It's occupying the space for love, for mercy, for kindness, for all those fruits of you know, the spirit that are supposed to be flowing and moving through us, they can't operate when, you know, unforgiveness is there or clouding, clouding our judgment. And even like I dealt with this before too, is like, I noticed that when I would, I I experienced like betrayal from like several friends in my life, like from childhood, even into adulthood. And sometimes that would make it very difficult for me to invite new relationships in because I'm like, I'm just waiting for them to really, you know, show me who they are because this happened with this person. This happened with this person. I'm just like, is it my fault? Like, what did I do? You know, like, I'm like, at this point, I'm the common denominator, like, but I'm the one being betrayed. Like, you know, so I was, I would talk to God. I would wrestle with that. I'm like, 
is this a demonic pattern like mm-hmm. am i just choosing the wrong friends like god i thought you anointed this person to me in my life like i thought we were cool right you know but it's just like it's just our humanity mm-hmm. unfortunately and i have to see people through their humanity yeah. and understand that they're not perfect at all just yeah. like i'm not perfect and i pray that if there is anybody that i've ever hurt or betrayed or made feel unloved that you extend that same forgiveness to me and i'm sorry and i repent and i'm not perfect and i don't claim to be and i follow the perfect one but i might not always do it to the t but i'm (laughs) doing my best so i don't know i just take this as a moment to ask for others to forgive me if you fall into a category of a person who has been hurt by sydney yeah okay (laughs) y'all hear that right this is forgiveness in action (laughs) (laughs) and if your heart was clenching up when i said that yeah you're you're holding something against me you need to let that go for yourself not even for me like i don't i'm forgiven by the father yeah at the end of the day and that doesn't mean i don't need to take accountability for anything that i have done wrong in my life that just means i know that i'm forgiven and i forgive myself but i'm providing an opportunity that a lot of people don't get is which is an apology a lot Mm. of people don't get an apology yeah a lot of people get wronged and you know people have pride and they're like well you know you're just gonna have to deal with it because i I haven't gotten an apology for a lot of things that happen to me you know around me whatever and i had to choose to forgive and that's something i learned is for is a prefix and it means before you Mm -hmm. so it's like you forgive, you give it, you give them forgiveness before they even ask for it yeah. without an apology, knowing that you were forgiven before the foundations of the world. Cause God already had that rescue plan in place through Jesus. So yeah. it's like, if he already had a plan to forgive me, then for the rest of my life, I'm going to have a plan that as soon as somebody offends me, as soon as somebody does something wrong to me, I'm going to give them that forgiveness before they even asked for it yeah. before they even deserved it. They're already covered in flooded in forgiveness. Yeah. And I know, like, there may be someone out here thinking, like, it's not that easy. You haven't been through what I've been through. We've been through some things. Yes. Right? (laughs) I mean, I can only speak for myself, but it wasn't easy knowing that, knowing from childhood that my father had another family and I wasn't a part of it. You know, it's not easy to know that um, or to live through and forgive someone for, like, molesting me. It's Mm -hmm. not easy to forgive someone for kidnapping me mm-hmm. like y'all I was kidnapped I don't think I ever told y'all that but I was kidnapped which that's, is crazy that's crazy thank like, god you're here because uh, it could have been another way um it's it's not easy to forgive you know things that happen with my siblings but I'm saying all of that to say no matter what your story is yes. no matter how traumatic it is no matter how uncommon it is yeah. it is possible to forgive come on like the bible tells us that we have to forgive and it's not just seven times and we see this in Matthew I think it's 18 Mm. um, Matthew 18 I believe but it's not just seven times but 70 times seven Seven. like we have to continuously forgive and I think sometimes we forget that these things that are happening day to day we let it pile up 
Mm-hmm. And we let these offenses gather into offense around our heart and in our relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then we're just mad and we're yeah. hurt and we're broken and we don't know where, where it all started. It started because we never forgave the first person that hurt right. us. Yeah. We never forgave, you know, our fathers for walking out or we never forgave our fathers for not even being there for the jump. We never forgave our mothers for doing their best and it's still not being what we needed right. and nurturing. Like we never forgave our best friend who stole, you know, our outfit and <laughs> never gave it back and you really liked it because you Yikes. used that money from your first job to get that outfit <laughs> oh, this like is a little personal <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> we just like it could be something small yes but it still matters right and if we go into our days with the mindset of there's a possibility that offense will come my way today but I will choose to forgive mm. and I'll make that decision now before I leave my house if you choose to have that mindset it might help the process. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, if you choose to invite God into it, yes. that's when everything's going to change because you can say, I'm, I forgive them or whatever, but if you don't pray about it. And what I had to do to help me start forgiving, yeah, I had to pray for these people. Oh, yes. Come on. We got to bless our enemies. We got to bless those who curse us. We got all of that. Oh. Two things I want to say to what you just said. Yeah. One is a question and one is just like a response. So like, First, the question, do you feel like it's more difficult to, because like you had mentioned, like you've been kidnapped and molested and stuff like that. Like, do you feel like it's more difficult to um, forgive people who, I guess I need to set up in an example. So like, I had a close friend betray me Mm -hmm. in it. I struggled to forgive that person. Or like I said, I forgave them, but I still had those feelings Mm -hmm. versus I somebody sexually assaulted me when I was in college my freshman year right and I forgave them and it just like I just let it go yeah and I didn't have those feelings anymore like why is it that somebody can do something so horrible Mm -hmm. but because they're not that close I'm just like but somebody because they're right here to me and they do something "Mm, okay I could get you get over that yeah it hurt Mm-hmm. worse than something so terrible yeah you get what i'm saying i do yeah i think it's because we allow the people that are close to us to have a special place in our hearts right and we also hold them to a specific standard right we have a level of trust with them that we don't have with strangers mm-hmm. or, or people that we've seen once or twice and so when somebody that we've built a connection with someone who we thought knew us well enough to know that this thing would hurt us mm-hmm when we are close to someone and we've allowed them to be in our intimate space in our holies of holies, if you will. And then that person betrays you. It's Mm -hmm. like, it makes you question everything. Like, did you even care about me from the jump? Like, were we ever friends? Like, (laughs) did you really mean it when you said you love me and that you have my back? Because right now it showed me that you never meant that. And I think sometimes it's not that they didn't mean it. It's that, in that season of whenever the incident occurred, maybe something shifted. Maybe a door opened for the mm-hmm. enemy to come into the friendship. Maybe both people aren't in the same page and maybe the season is up and that's the only way God could get you out. Yeah. Because I know for me, there were some situations that caused me to have to forgive that I brought upon myself because I didn't obey the Lord. Mm-hmm. I didn't end the relationships. I didn't end the friendships because I wanted them to work so badly right. that God allowed me to be hurt mm-hmm. and I don't think it's because that's what he wanted because right. he wouldn't have told me to get out in the first place if he wanted me to be hurt yeah but it was a consequence that I had to face yeah. because I've always been so relationship 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 focused like I love people yeah and I desire to 
make relationships work when possible, Mm -hmm. but it just hurts so bad to have to say, I don't think our lives are going in the same direction and we can't be friends. Right. Like, like, (laughs) oops. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Like, I'm so sorry. It's not you. It's, it's God telling me I need to keep going. Yes. Like God was like, you can have the 14 day trial, but you sign up for the whole subscription. (laughs) No, he did not intend that for us. Like, like I already linked my debit card and everything. (laughs) I don't want to go back. You're invested now. And now it's like, you got to delete everything. It's just like, yeah, no, I understand that. The second thing though, thanks for answering that. Cause Mm -hmm. like, I feel the same way as you, but I was just going through it in my own head, like a little while ago. And when you just said that, it brought it back up. Like, why was it so hard for me to forgive this person yeah. versus this person who did something so terrible to me? And it was because of that. Cause it's like, for you, like, that's all I know of you is to be mm-hmm. a monster, but you're yeah. not a monster. You're God's creation. I forgive you, you yeah. know? And then for you, I know you to be like my everything mm-hmm. and you, you got my head on swivel now. Right. Cause like, what, where did this up. come from? Yeah. Who so it's this? like, <laughs> <laughs> whose man is this? Like, yeah. So yeah, I 100% agree. But secondly, the, the second thing I wanted to say is about choice. Like, yeah. like you said, forgiveness is possible because it is a choice. Yes. It's not a feeling mm-hmm. like that's the problem is because we, I mean, thank God for emotions. They're great indicators and everything. They help us gauge situations. They, Feelings are okay, but our feelings cannot dictate our lives and our relationships. Like the choice to forgive trumps your feelings of anger or bitterness or jealousy or whatever the problem happened, whatever problem happened that caused you to be in a place of offense. You know, like we have to put those, learn to put those feelings aside and be like, listen, I feel this way. However, I'm going to forgive this person because one, I know I'm called to one. I know that I've been extended that same, if not even more grace from the father. And I'm supposed to be an ambassador for Christ. And beyond that, it's like even outside of our duty or our um, desire to walk Christ like. Right. There's so much freedom when we just let go of those things. There's so much liberty in being like, you know what? I have nothing against anybody. My heart is full of love. My heart is full of peace. My heart is full of the joy of the Lord. I'm not, there's no place in my heart, my mind, my soul that is harboring anything against somebody who's literally the same exact as me. Yeah. Flesh and blood, spirit, soul, all of that body. At the end of the day, we're all God's creation, Mm -hmm. you know? And when we, when we're able to see one another that way, there's so much humility that comes with that. And yes. then you're able to make that hard decision, which shouldn't be hard, but because of our feelings, it's difficult. It is difficult. But we got to put our feelings to the side and make that choice. Because it's like, when we look at the consequences of unforgiveness, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, yeah, like, mm. yeah, just no. No, and and I think, as you were speaking, I was thinking about, I don't know, a question. I have a question. Do you think we have to have a conversation of, um, some may say to receive closure, but do you think in order to forgive someone after they've hurt you, betrayed you, surprised you with some negative behavior? I like that, that phrasing need, of it, surprised mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> do you think in order to truly forgive, you need to talk to them about it? Nah. I don't, so like... I believe they're so it's circumstantial. Mm-hmm. 
because sometimes there are conversations that need to be had yes but sometimes like in a situation like with somebody who molested you or the person that kidnapped you yeah you're never gonna have a conversation with them i don't believe in closure yeah between two people all the time like you have closure okay for yourself yeah in cases closed with god at the end Mm, of the day yeah People use closure as an excuse to keep bonds going. Yes. People use closure as it as an excuse to keep doors open. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just need to text my ex because I need closure. No, you don't. You need to leave your ex alone. He said what he said. <laughs> and he meant it. Y- y'all are broken up. And it's over. There's no other way to, you know, yeah. say it again. You know, like, but people use closure as a gateway to just, like, keep doors open. And I, I we just need to close them. Yeah. But on the other side... This is why I say it's circumstantial. Some people do need those conversations. And sometimes it's fruitful to have those conversations to understand why a relationship has ended mm-hmm. or why um, there's been a shift or or just for people to be able to have a, an opportunity to be accountable. Yeah. Um, because sometimes people don't know that they wronged you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't understand why that hurt you yeah. or why you are offended because to them it was just like whatever you yeah. know to them they had never experienced a person where that was a trigger for them or something like that right so sometimes it's a teaching opportunity where i think a conversation can be had not just for you to teach them but also for you for you to be heard yeah. and for you to be able to explain your side and there's a release in that you know because a lot of times when people are in a position where they're offended or hurt they don't feel like they're being heard. Right. You know, they feel like they're just being stomped all over, walked all over. But when you're able to have a conversation with somebody and let it be peaceable, let it let there be understanding, let there be a sharing of both perspectives. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe that could repair a relationship. But sometimes it's like, OK, like we understand each other now. Now we can peaceably go our separates because we're not supposed to leave things, you know, with loose ends and you know, with drama, if you will. But as long as you do your part to leave things peaceably, you can't control what the other person does. You Mm -hmm. know, like some people are going to walk out of your life and they're going to burn everything down with them. But as long as you did your part to walk away with peace or to say your things in peace and, and not, I'm not saying like on that fake, you know, hippie peace and love stuff, like, you know, nothing against hippies or anything i'm not saying that but it's just like there's just this energy it's like peace love and light but it's like yeah. you're not really living peace love and light mm-hmm. because like first of all where's jesus in the equation yeah. there's no peace love and light outside of jesus yeah. and then number two it's like you're all of that on social media until like real life happens and then you're cursing people out in a group chat so right. it's like it's not adding up so i'm saying that because i don't want people to mince their words be honest with people when they hurt you You know, you don't have to curse at them or yell at them or anything, but you can be honest and say, this was inappropriate. This hurt Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And here's why you don't have to say, well, you know, like, I just wanted to talk to you about me. Say what you're Just say, right. Because they said what they said with their chest when Mm -hmm. they hurt you, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not tit for tat. It's just like, we have to be bold enough to come to our own aid sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, Jesus is there for us, obviously. He's our helper. The Holy Spirit is our helper. But when it comes to confrontation, when it comes to resolving issues, when it comes to forgiving others and having those types of conversations, we we don't have 
the time and I, I just feel like it's a waste of time to not really say what you mean and mean what you say yeah. you know what i mean because it's like where's the fruit in that yeah and because we're going to be held accountable for every word that we have spoken here in the earth right and if we're going to use our words for something yeah we need to make sure that we're being intentional with them Hello. and we're using them to truly express ourselves in a way that's pleasing to god exactly and so like you said we don't have to curse people out to to, to, to communicate and to express ourselves yeah you know like but say what you gotta say yes. and that's a lesson for me because y'all let me tell you something about me <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> i i have always not liked conflict mm. and i never got to see the healthy side of conflict growing growing up and so now that i am more engaged in healthy conflict it's still a little intimidating mm. and i feel like for me there have been some conversations i've had to have that felt so intense mm. and i think it's because i was projecting what could possibly come from it mm. versus just focusing on what i needed to express yes and leaving the rest to god right and i think that's the big thing and this is why we have to have jesus in the center of it all it's a nice song jesus in the center, jesus at the center of it all. yes Hallelujah. you have to have him at the center <laughs> because like and, and that even made me think about something you said when you have to differentiate between a situation that you need to just cut off and walk away mm -hmm. or a situation in which you should express yourself. Keep Jesus in that right. because you might choose the wrong option. Maybe the Lord wanted you to communicate this to teach you a lesson in boldness mm -hmm. to allow you to be heard and so that you can gain perspective. But you chose to just walk away and mm -hmm. you didn't get that lesson. Yeah. Or maybe the Lord told you cut it off and leave it alone. And you're so busy out here seeking to be heard by someone who does not have ears to hear Hello. that you're wasting that your voice and your words. Yes. Like that. It's, it's absurd how many times we miss the mark because we don't include the lord yeah and i'm saying we because i'm a part of this like i, I mess up sometimes yeah. i don't always get it right sometimes yeah. i feel like i should speak more and i'm like lord uh, i don't even have the words yet so i'm gonna yeah. keep quiet <laughs> and this is an area that god is currently working on me with guys like right now today well when you guys hear this it won't be right now today but <laughs> like as i'm recording this right now in this season Amen. god is reminding me like Use your words. Yes. And don't apologize for using them. Mm -hmm. Once you've prayed about it and you've included me in it and I've given you the okay to speak, speak. Mm -hmm. If I've given you words, say them. Yeah. But if there's nothing that I've led you to say, if you feel an unctioning within me to be still, be still and be okay with that. Yeah. And when it comes down to choosing to forgive, because we have free will, as you've mentioned, and we do get to choose, you should still choose to forgive and seek God. Yes. Like, don't just say, well, I chose to forgive. Seek the Lord. Yeah. Like, still put him in this because he will make that process easier. He's the reason why you will be able to forget. Right. Because you say you forgive and you keep nursing that wound because Jesus isn't in it. Yeah. But if you actually choose to forgive and you welcome Jesus in it and you offer it up to him and leave it there. Yes. Leave. That's the part that we wash your hands. Like, leave it at the cross. Leave it there. Because, you know, these burdens that we like to carry so much, mm -hmm. they're so heavy. And we genuinely do not have the capacity to carry all the heaviness that God wants to carry for us. Yeah. Like, we don't have to do it. Yet, we just want to ask God for a bigger book bag to carry the burdens when he wants to relieve us from the burdens. Yeah. Like, let him have it. As you were saying that, like, I just kind of imagine somebody, like, just like this word, like, dumpster diver came. Yeah. It's just like 
when we throw things out, they're supposed to stay in the trash. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us are dumpster diving. Yes. You're dirty. And you're re yes. you're redirting yourself yeah. with the past. It's mm-hmm. like we ask the Lord to clean our hands. We ask the Lord to sanctify us. We ask the Lord to cleanse us of whatever these hurts. We ask him to take these things or we give them to him. We cast them on him. We cast our cares on him. Yeah. But then we go back and we pick them back up. It's like we're, you know, infecting ourselves with those things again. Because how many times have you went back to, okay, let's say you had a breakup with your ex and you have this little secret vault where you go back, look at some photos. <laughs> Why is your heart all aching? Right, because right. you haven't let that go because yes. you reopened that door, yeah. you know, or because a friend said something wrong about you and you're at lunch with your girls and you're talking about that friend. First of all, you're gossiping. Yeah. So that's strike number one. And then two, you bring up the situation again and you're painting this person that this mm-hmm. picture of a person that maybe they're not even that anymore. Yeah. And maybe they aren't, are not even that person or were never that person, but that was your perspective because of, you know, the situation yeah. that's not fair. You know, it's just like we replay those things and it's like, we're going right back to square one when god brought us 10 steps forward we're going 10 steps back to that situation it's just like we have to leave it there so let's not be dumpster divers let's not be going digging (laughs) back around in the trash yeah for stuff that's trash like if it's trash leave it to be trash like you're we're not supposed to pick those things back up again yeah you know like but if we go back to the analogy you used earlier, which I think a lot of people do, where uh, you mentioned the clothes and rather than just like taking the clothes out, giving them the goodwill and like starting anew, what people do is they put them in the bag for goodwill and they go back in there and wear those clothes or say, I'll yes. save them. Let's put them in the closet because I might be able to wear this another time or maybe next year. Yeah. And I think when we have that mindset, it doesn't seem as dirty. Yeah. It doesn't seem as bad. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah, it's all the same thing. When you were supposed to let go of a thing and we go back to it, that's not it. We don't need to return to our own vomit. Mm-hmm. Like we need to Amen. let it that go completely. Walk away. <laughs> and I'm not repeating this to make anyone feel belittled or as if their situations and circumstances are not real. Life right. is real. Life be like right. But seventy times seven will always be greater than whatever it is that you're choosing to hold a grudge about. Amen. Like seventy times seven will always be what we need to follow and obey because it's what the word says. You know what? I think about thanking the people who have hurt me mm. because look who they made me to be. That part. Like yeah, I know I was hurt, but thank you. Mm-hmm. I needed that. I needed that to refine me. I needed that to draw me closer to Jesus. I needed that to become the encourager that I am today. You know what I mean? Like I needed that to understand the depth of forgiveness. And it's like, we really need to put that perspective on like, you know what? I know that hurt, but thank you. Mm, I like That this. taught me something. Yeah. Thank you. That gave me a lesson. Thank you. That, mm-hmm. that actually ended up Um, God took that, what the enemy meant for evil and turned it for my good. So it's like, instead of, because we love to murmur and complain, but God calls us to be rejoicing in everything, Mm -hmm. right? He calls us to be thankful in everything. And so when we can take our perspective and shift it to thankfulness, it doesn't matter like, and again, like you said, not to belittle anybody's situation, but it's like, I, me myself i could say i've been through hell you could say you've been through hell everybody's been through their own version of i don't want to minimize what hell is (laughs) because yo i i would say we've been through hardships there we go there we go because hell is a real place and it's hot and i don't want to (laughs) go and we ain't going going. in jesus name okay (laughs) 
But um, we've been through hardships. Everybody's been through their own hardships. And I don't want to belittle them, but it's like, it doesn't matter what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. If you've taken that situation, you've given it to the Lord and he's been able to turn that pain into purpose. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cause now you've given me a battery in my back to be able to pursue the will of God for me to be able to use that pain to be able to testify of his goodness and his ability to bring me through that and his ability to put things in me that once I thought I could never do because, Oh, I was wounded. I was molested. I was sexually assaulted. I was this, I was, I was that. Yeah. Right. Was, but behold, all things are new. Mm -hmm. Right. We're new creations. So we don't have to, like you said, put on those old robes of shame and of betrayal and of anger and bitterness. No, we put on our robes of righteousness. Come on. And we walk that life out. Mm -hmm. So thank you (laughs) to everybody who's hurt me. Thank you. Thank you. Because I needed that. I needed that. The lady that that. kidnapped me, thank you. (laughs) I don't know what I learned from that, but thank you. Yes. (laughs) You learn to look both ways. <laughs> well, the, the crazy part nah. was, y'all, I was on a school bus. My I bus think, driver Yeah, you did me. tell me that. You did tell and me that. And so, because I was one of those kids, I just believed everyone had my best interest at heart, especially adults. Adults could not harm me. Ciao. That was your that was um, eating of the fruit. You right. know, like you had the knowledge of good and evil at that point. You were like, oh, everybody doesn't have their best interests yeah, yeah for me yeah so i thank you for teaching me that sis appreciate you yeah so um i don't know i hope that makes sense because it's a weird thing to think about mm-hmm. but it's like again when you live in the kingdom like when you're a kingdom citizen it's like our ways are not like the world no. and his ways are not even like ours so yeah. it's like things that might seem backward to the world it's normal to us like we probably look stupid thanking people who harmed us, but it's like, no, like we have the lens of Christ. Now we have the perspective of Christ. Now we operate from the Holy spirit now. So it's like what we see with the natural eye is not, you know, the end all be all, you know, if we can see things with spiritual eyes and we can turn things not for like, toxic positivity but for reality like those things really taught me something Mm -hmm. those things really brought me closer to god those things gave me a testimony you know so it's like thank you yeah (laughs) you know like uh, i'm glad you mentioned um being made new and how the things that we do as believers will seem like totally foolish to the world Mm -hmm. because some of us or some people who may be listening or watching this you may have friends and you're telling them about your situation how you're going to choose to forgive and they're like i wouldn't forgive them if i was you 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 can it's okay you can be mad you can be angry you deserve to be angry you have a right to be angry right you have a right to forgive you have a right to let it go. Amen. You have a right to allow yourself to be free yes. because what you're doing is creating your own bond and your own, your own shackles and your own chains. And you're choosing to stay in that when you listen to your friends. And I don't think that your friends are saying this because they don't like you, but what they're saying, they're saying this because they think it's good for you to hear. They think mm. that it's going to make you feel better. better yeah. But what that really is doing is allowing you to, to further delay your freedom and right. further delay your forgiveness so don't listen to them it may not make sense to them it may not make sense to your boyfriend your girlfriend may not make sense to your family but forgive because it makes sense to god 
right? And you will benefit immensely from it, even if you can't see it now. And I know there have been times where I legit sat in the room and I was like, God, I thank you. I thank you for allowing all of the foolishness that has occurred in my (laughs) life. And I had to go down the list of how all of these things benefited me. Yeah. And I, I make it a point now whenever something crazy happens to me, to find and identify God in it Mm. because it's easy to see how I feel, Mm -hmm. but it's not always immediately easy for me to see God in it. And when I stop and focus on where he is in it, it makes it better for me. Mm. So I want to challenge all of you guys before we scattle off this episode to write a thank you list. You know, we all have phones or computers, iPads, pen and paper. We got sand in the stick. Make a thank you (laughs) list. Make a thank you list. And on your thank you list, this should be something that you do in your time with the Lord where you choose to be honest, for Mm -hmm. one, with yourself and with God about things that you're still hurt by, people who've hurt you, things and situations that have hurt you, and make a choice to forgive. And as you choose to forgive, write a thank you to that person or a thank you to the Lord, thank you to that situation for what it's taught you and how it's made you better. And I want to mm. hear about your thank yous. I, I would Amen. Love to I want to hear them too. Yes. So definitely please send them my way as well because I think that's so powerful. I, I think I've done that mentally, but I think I'm going to join this thank you challenge. We should call it the thank, the thank you, you challenge. challenge. I'm down. <laughs> yes, thank you. Write your thank yous and what it taught you. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for this because X, Y, and Z. Because we need to know why we're thankful. We need yeah. to know what fruit we was produced from those situations because that's where we're going to see the benefit it's like okay we can say thank you blah 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 blah, but it's going to be so rewarding to see what fruit came from those situations you know so i love that join the thank you challenge guys join the thank you challenge i'll (laughs) I'll give you an example because you know sometimes we need that um i am going to choose in this moment again to verbally say i forgive my dad i forgive Mm -hmm. my dad for keeping me a secret i forgive my dad for um not being around when I needed him and for him for not being a father to me. And I thank him for his absence because it reminded me mm. and not even reminded me, but it showed me that God is a great father that Come God, on. <laughs> <laughs> like it showed me that God is a great father. And it also showed me that I don't have to earn God's love. Like he just does it because he chooses to, and it brings him joy and pleasure to do so. And even when my earthly father wasn't there, like, thank you for not being there because God was there. Amen. And it provided me with an opportunity and a space to welcome him in. So yours may not have to be as long, but as you just keep thinking about all that stuff, you're going to have a lot to say. I, I'm, I promise you, yes. you have something to say. No, that just blessed me. Like, I, I was trying to contain myself. I had to close my <laughs> eyes. I was just tap my chest because, like, yo, I'm just like, God is so good. Yes. And I, I share that same testament, like, mm-hmm. because my father wasn't there. Yeah. And even, like, my mom, by default, wasn't really emotionally present mm-hmm. and, like, physically present because she had to work so much to take care of five kids on her own. Yeah. So, like, their absence allowed me to draw closer to God and to, like, seek some sort of parenting, yeah. parenting from someone. Yes. And thank God it was Jesus. I mean, I definitely went down some other paths. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's, I thank my mom for always bringing me to church as a child even though i didn't like it i loved to worship though i always loved to worship but i never liked the sermons i never liked (laughs) i didn't like the church that we grew up in at all yeah and it was just very much like people living double lives and stuff so i was just like there's no way that god is real because it's like look at how these people act like i don't want nothing to do with this so but i 
there was something in me that knew that there was a God yeah, and that knew that Jesus was real, but I was looking to man to prove that to me and mm-hmm. they were always failing. So I said, peace out. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and that scripture is so true. Like raise a, raise your child in the way they should go and they will never depart because in my adulthood, I went, whoop, Jesus snatched me right back up. And I'm so thankful for that encounter Yeah, because literally where would I be? Yeah. Where would I be? So I resonate with your father's absence, just parental absence, because that showed me that God really is my father, Mm -hmm. my friend, my master, my maker, everything that I need, you know, and I know that he is theirs too. Yes. And that's the beauty of it all. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I know you said that you wanted them to keep you posted with their thank you challenge. How can they reach out to you? How can they find you? Yes. Okay. So like Angel said earlier, I am a Christian lifestyle blogger and writer. I also write poetry. Haven't really shared too much of that yet, but I do have a blog called Set Apart with Sid. That's setapartwithsid.com. So go ahead and go there and you can sign up for my newsletter. Super excited about building that up. It's still getting started, but hopefully y'all will come support from and if you're from um the outspoken podcast then just let me know so i can just thank you for tuning in and thank you for signing up for my newsletter so that's that i also have instagram at i am sydney j sydney is spelled s-y-d-n-e-y-j and then i have a youtube that's just sydney j so where i post like lives and just bible studies things like that so please let me know how your thank you challenge is going send me a dm Tag me, whatever. I am Sydney J on Instagram. Yeah. Awesome. Well, before we go, Sid, there's something that I like to do. If you're not watching and you're listening to this, I have a glass bowl in my hand. It's really cute and has a gold trim. It I is. Think really I say cute. that every time, but it's just <laughs> cute, y'all. And within it, we have some papers. And what Sydney's going to do, she's going to reach her hand in here. And whatever word or phrase she grabs will be the word or phrase that sparks um, uh, her encouragement for you all before we go. So. Don't look, close your eyes. I'm going to toss it like a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit, give me a good one. Please, por favor. Okay. Okay. Juice? <laughs> juice, come on, encourage us with the juice. <sighs> this is going to be good. Jesus, 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 <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Y'all, just as Sid is getting herself together. When I was writing these out, I just wrote anything that came to mind on different pieces of paper. So, okay, well, Holy Spirit, I don't even know. You can turn anything into anything. So, I would just say we know that, you know, Christ is the living water, but I think that what we need to be doing every single day is taking a sip of spiritual juice. Mm. And maybe your sip of spiritual juice today is this podcast. And we just pray that it has encouraged you. And we pray that you feel nourished in your soul and your mind, which is a part of your soul and your spirit. And we, we just pray that you continue to nourish your soul with the word of God um, and surround yourself around with people who can encourage you and uplift you in righteousness and holiness and in alignment with the word. So, yeah, I don't know. And Jesus is the juice. He got the juice. You got the juice. If you got Jesus 
And that's all I have to say on that. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Well, guys, thanks for plugging in with us for another episode of the Outlet Podcast. I can't wait to hear your thank you challenges. Don't forget to drink your spiritual juice. Amen. (laughs) Peace and blessings, guys. Bye.